Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mula po sa Quezon City, ako si Robbie Alampay, Puma Podcast. This week, Quezon's Game premieres in the Philippines. Let's have a peek at the movie and a little-known history Filipinos share with European Jews persecuted by Nazi Germany. More than 27 million K-12 students, both in public and private schools, returned to classes on Monday. Old problems persist. We will hear some new plans, or at least renewed promises. After less than a year, Myanmar has freed soldiers who were jailed for killing Rohingya men and boys. Is your house littered with things you bought for a project then never used again? A business in London has been inspired by all our clutter. What if you could borrow stuff instead of buy? We will visit the Library of Things. Yan po ang headlines. Ako si Robbie Alampay, Puma Podcast. Will the Philippines take them in? How many refugees are we talking about here? As many as we can. Kailangan ba magproblemahin ang mga Pilipino ito? Osmeña, ang mga Hudyo ay anak din ng Diyos na nangangailangan ng tulong natin. Gaya ng bawat Pilipino. On Wednesday, the movie Quezon's Game opens in Philippine cinemas. The movie is about Philippine President Manuel L. Quezon and his role in granting refuge to more than 1,000 European Jews fleeing Nazi persecution. The movie stars Raymond Bagatsing as President Quezon and Rachel Alejandro as his wife Aurora. Still unknown to most Filipinos, Quezon authorized the admission of Jewish refugees in 1934. Six years later, in 1940, he signed the Philippine Immigration Act, a law that gave the president the prerogative to issue humanitarian visas for people fleeing persecution. That was 11 years before the rest of the world crafted a 1951 Convention on Refugees. Most Filipinos are unaware of this bit of history, but the State of Israel has repeatedly acknowledged Quezon's act. When President Rodrigo Duterte visited Israel last year, Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu paid tribute to Quezon. While many countries locked their gates against the Jews, one country chose to hold his hand out and welcome fleeing Jews from the Nazi terror. President Quezon, together with residents from the Philippines, took to action and issued 10,000 visas to Jewish immigrants. In 2009, a monument was erected near Tel Aviv to commemorate the Philippines and to honor Quezon's humanitarian deeds. This monument in Rishon Etzion represents the bravery and compassion shown by our friends. It tells the story of 1,200 Jews whose lives were saved each life being an enduring symbol of connection between our peoples and the essence of compassion on your people's part. 
School starts for more than 27 million K-12 students next week, while the K-12 program this year produced its first batch of senior high graduates. The Department of Education says more needs to be done to improve access to education and to raise its quality. Here is Education Secretary Leonor Briones in a recent press conference. One, importante pa rin na i-address natin yung access gap, yung tinatawag natin na access to education. I-continue natin ang pag-enhance ng non-formal education, um, mag-establish ng schools in barangays, school-based feeding program, at saka itong last mile schools program. DepEd's Last Mile Schools program targets those in remote islands and mountains. It acknowledges that children in far-flung villages are being left behind by peers from the rest of the country. Here's Briones again. So from access, gusto nating mabumbo on to quality. We are now involved in curriculum review. This is a continuing, uh, continuing activity kasi sinasabi ko ang knowledge palagi ay nagbabago. Yung alam natin ngayon, iba na sa alam natin dati. The Education Secretary also laid out plans for Filipino teachers. Mayroon tayong National Educators Academy of the Philippines na gusto nating matransform, magiging instrumentality ang mga teachers sa pag-transmit nitong bagong ways of thinking, of solving problems. Ang focus kasi dito is really analysis and solving of problems. Hindi lamang yung pag-memorize ng data, mga dates in history, and so on. And DepEd wants to strengthen its ties with industry. Because at the end of the day, sila ang pinaka-masugid uh, na mag-absorb, magbibigay ng trabaho, magbibigay ng opportunity sa ating graduates. Much earlier than anyone expected, Myanmar has released seven soldiers jailed for killing 10 Rohingya men and boys during a 2017 military crackdown. The soldiers had been met at prison terms of 10 years. They served less than one year of that sentence. Human rights advocates point out this is also less jail time suffered by two Reuters reporters who uncovered these very killings. Journalist Wa Lon in Jiao U spent more than 16 months behind bars for exposing the atrocity. They were released in an amnesty earlier this month. Here is Wa Lon after they were freed. I would like to say thank you very much for everything. I'm really happy and excited to see my family and my colleagues. And I can't wait to go my newsroom. The 2017 military operation in Rakhine State drove more than 700,000 Rohingya Muslims to flee to Bangladesh. UN investigators said the crackdown was executed, quote, with genocidal intent. They added it included mass killings, gang rapes, and widespread arson. Reuters contacted one of the freed soldiers by phone. Asked for comment, he said, quote, we were told to shut up, unquote. In the aftermath of the killing of the 10 Rohingya men and boys, the military said the victims were terrorists. But their families said they were farmers, high school students, and at least one teacher. Need a drill? A sewing machine? How about a ping pong set? 
The Library of Things in London has them all. It's a business that lends items for cleaning, cooking, gardening, DIYing, and going on adventures. For a small fee, neighbors can rent them by the day or week. Three friends started this social enterprise inspired by similar initiatives in other countries. They hope to make this an alternative to consumerism. For one, people living in urban areas will not have to squeeze in more stuff into their already cramped homes. And for another, it's better for the planet. People just share instead of buying more things and consuming more resources to produce these things. The venue is also seen as an antidote to loneliness in the sense that it would bring people from the community together in one space. What do you think? Message us if you think a library of things can be made for the Philippines. We certainly have more than a few pieces of pre-loved junk you may want to borrow. And finally po, ang Puma Podcast, Puma Party na rin. Sa June 8, we will celebrate humble milestones like our 6th month and our 1,000th like on Facebook. We can't host a party for all our followers just yet, so pasensya na po, invites will be limited. But if you want a chance to meet with us to discuss why we all love podcasts, like our Facebook page and answer this in our Facebook post. Why do you love podcasts? Then tag a friend who likes podcasts too. We will get in touch with you via FB with your invite. Hanggang sa susunod po, yan po ang Puma Podcast. For the latest episode, subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Maraming salamat po. 